22 episodes are in this trivia in some way. I'm very nervous. <laughs> it's a lot of content. We did the trivia last season, too, but there are only 12 episodes, so it's just much easier to keep it all in your head. Absolutely. <laughs> and Absolutely. this has been a journey for months, so we're going to see what I remember. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Uh, everyone at home, don't be nervous <laughs> if you're playing along. The goal of this is to, um, honestly, the goal of this is to celebrate and remember how much fun we had <laughs> watching the episode. Remember the good times. Yes. And hopefully if you get it, if you get something right, you get to feel really good about yourself. And if you get something wrong, you'll hear the answer and you'll go, oh, I knew it. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. It's one of those I'm kinds sure of trivia. It. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think we should just get started. Okay. Let's just get started. <laughs> Because there's a lot here. I've got a book about the size of... I've got, like, a Harriet the Spy book, if anyone remembers. Oh, yes. Harriet the Spy. It's that, like, marbled black and white book. Classic. Composition notebook. Yes. Uh, and it's all scribbles. It's all just my hand scribbles. So we'll also see how well I can read you the questions. And we will put the questions on the Instagram poll yes. after this episode, too. Absolutely. So we can all play. Can all play. <laughs> okay, let's start off with some multiple choice. Okay. All right? Okay. Multiple choice. We're going to keep it keep it light to enter into this trivia day. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. <laughs> what holiday is Angelus? Famous for going over the top for that special slayer in his life. Is it A, Halloween, B, Valentine's Day, C, Mother's Day, D, New Year's Eve? <laughs> it's B, Valentine's Day. Final answer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get to be Regis. <laughs> yes, you've got $100. <laughs> okay. Keep track. <laughs> oh my God, there's like too many questions to even keep track. <laughs> Oh, I love that one. I love that episode. Yes, it's very good. That's Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And as I recall, uh, David Boreanaz is in a Valentine's Day yes. horror movie. And it's called Valentine. I thought it was called Valentine's Day, but it's called Valentine. Okay. And the cover is just a really classic. It's exactly what you think of when you think of like these 90s sort of like slasher romance movies. It's, mm -hmm. like, it's like six women like staggered lined up like I think Denise Richards is in it and she's in the front oh, yes. and then and then through them you see this like evil presence evil good looking man <laughs> yes right very good next question when Giles was young he summoned a demon with his friend group this demon returned to kill all the members of Giles's friend group what is the name of the demon? A. Illyria. B. Enyos. C. Igon. Or D. Gothmog. It's C. Igon. <gasps> yes. Impressed. <laughs> I am. Color me impressed. I love that episode. It's I so love good. hot Rocker Giles. And I love hot. I mean, it's 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 unsettling, but I love hot possessed Miss Calendar. It's one of my favorite demons in the season, yeah. I think, because it looks really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So good. Enios is the name of Jenny's uncle, mm -hmm. as we know. And Gothmog is my own special touch. It is the name <laughs> of the Balrog in... <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> I guess Amazing. it's the name of the king of Balrogs mm -hmm. in um, Lord of the Rings. Uh, super nerd. So, third and final multiple choice question. Mm-hmm. In episode seven, Lie to Me, Ford and a bunch of wannabes make a deal to trade the Slayer for a chance at vampiredom. 
What term does the Sunset Club use to describe vampires? A. The Lost Ones. B. Our Immortal Friends. C. The Lonely Ones. Or D. The Blessed Ones. Mm, I don't know this off the top of my head. I made this very difficult. This is quite hard. Can I give you a quick clue? Yes. I don't know if this will help, mm-hmm. but Chanterelle, mm-hmm. the very blonde vampire, mm-hmm. she's the one, or woman who Wanna wants be. to be a vampire. Mm-hmm. She's the one who says this term. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it the lonely ones? Yes. Oh, amazing. Nice. Good job. That was hard. Woo. I can't believe I got it. It's in there somewhere. You dug it up. <laughs> it's it's interesting, though, because it has so much, there's so much like, oh, they're just misunderstood. Yes. Right? They're just misunderstood. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. They're going no, to kill no. you. They're yeah. evil. <laughs> they kill you. Yeah. <laughs> that was the warm-up round. I hope okay. you're all warm at home. I'm, I'm warm. <laughs> Good. You're I feel warm. good. I feel happy. <laughs> three out of three. I'm amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. My confidence is skyrocketing. <laughs> okay. Um... Who kills the annoying one and how? It's Spike, and he puts him in a cage and then dusts him by showing the light to him. Yes. Like exposing the, the sunlight. And who nicknames him the annoying one? It's Spike. Yes! <laughs> Spike, Spike, Spike. I love Spike. I love Spike, too. Okay, Brian Thompson plays which two villains? One in season one and one in season two. It's... He plays Luke and the judge. Yes. Yes. He's got a square face. He does. <laughs> he has we were talking about how perfect his face is for prosthetics. Yeah, it's too. like a Frankenstein face. Yeah. Like it's very good. It's epic. And mm-hmm. he's a great actor. Okay. Ooh. This one. <laughs> what year did James Stanley kill Grace Newman in I Only Have Eyes for You? It's the flashback to the dance, the Sadie Hawkins dance. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, 1955. Yes! <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. <laughs> so you remember there's like a book when sh- when when Buffy's mm. getting chewed out by Snyder. Yes. Um, And then he gets called away. She's still in his office and the book comes out. The yearbook the comes yearbook, out. The yearbook, And that's yeah. how we get the year. Yes. Details. Wow. <laughs> Good job. I am so impressed. <laughs> This is so, this is going so well. It's almost like we talked about every episode for an hour and a half. Yeah, almost. <laughs> How, times that by um, 22. Oh my God. It's literally a full time job for I know. a week. <laughs> I know. In Innocence, where is Buffy in her dream when Angel tells her, you have to know what to see? Where is she? At the graveyard? Yes. Yes. Excellent job. Okay. She's in the cemetery. Yes. At a grave. Mm-hmm. <sighs> chilling. That's a chilling moment. It is, but it's in broad daylight, if yes. I remember, which is also very interesting. Super washed out. Yeah. Yes. In the light of day, mm-hmm. if you would. Mm-hmm. Bring the truth into the light, Miss Calendar. <laughs> Next. What does Buffy use to slit the throat of the first member of the Order of Taraka in What's My Line Part 1? Uh, her ice skate. Yes. <laughs> and then they make out over his corpse. <laughs> Next. Cordelia is the only one who doesn't turn into her costume in Halloween. It's too bad. What was she dressed as? Like a kitty cat, but like kind of generic, like a cheetah kitty cat. <laughs> yeah, she's, yes, you're right. Ding, ding, ding. And she's like the classic high school hot girl costume I'm gonna dress as a pussy cat yeah it's you know? like a bodysuit yes. with just little ears and yes. <laughs> I mean she rocks it of course but yes according to Buffy in Inca Mummy Girl what was she surprised slash suspicious that Empada hadn't packed hadn't packed um I don't know lipstick cl- lipstick lipstick okay because they do have a s- talk about lipstick <laughs> They do. Okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I would have, I would have accepted makeup mm. or lip gloss. Okay. FYI, for cool. for those of you at home, I accept <laughs> makeup and lip gloss as well. <laughs> wow, wow. Ah! We're flying through We're these. Amazing. 
I'm so happy. <laughs> You're doing great. Ooh, I thought these would be harder because I think you quizzed Oscar and Andrew. Yep. And they did worse than me. They did. <laughs> I mean, Andrew's a funny one. He's got so, I mean, he's, an, he's such a huge Buffy fan, mm-hmm. but he's already on to season three right now. So a lot of his answers were season three related. And Big I was mistake. Like, Andrew, no, no, no. Season two. Like, that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing about this show is there's so many themes that are we're going to repeat uh. and revisit, as we have in season one. Yeah. So he's got, like, season three answers in his brain, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, very mistakes. interesting. Yeah. Stay on the episode, people. Yeah. One a week. Yep. It's hard, but... Then you remember things like 1955 <laughs> is when they did the Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> yeah, I have some more questions, but I think what I'd like to do is switch gears. I'm going to try and throw you off your game now. Okay. And I want to switch gears into quote land. Okay. So this remember, is hard. this is called this is called quotables. <laughs> and I'm going to say a quote that isn't complete. Okay. So there's going to be, I'm going to yammer on and then I'm going to say something like blank mm-hmm. and keep going. And it's the word that I've blanked out mm-hmm. that I want you to fill in yep. as well as who said it. Okay. And if you can tell me which episode it's from, oh my God. I will um, give you my firstborn child. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, wow. The stakes have never been higher. <laughs> Question one or quotable one. <clears throat> Look, Buffy, you might be hot stuff when it comes to demonology or whatever, but when it comes to blank, I'm the blank. Dating, I'm the slayer. Yes. Cordy. Yes. (laughs) Oh, what episode. Ugh. It's early. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to say school hard, but I don't know. Incorrect. Very close. Mm. Halloween. Ah, okay. So like literally an episode or two later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early good job. On. Such a good quote. It's so good. Okay, this one <laughs> This one is just for you. Okay, <laughs> so this is a two-parter. Uh-huh. There's just one blank, but the, so someone says Billy Crandall's chained himself to the snack machine again. And then someone else says pathetic little no life blank. <laughs> um Snyder says it. <laughs> But what does he say? Pathetic little no life. Oh, God. Oh, um, vegan. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> vegan. Uh, okay, and then this was not that long ago. This was in Lie to Me. No, this was in I Only Have Eyes for oh, You. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So this is the episode where right after this, this is the moment in that episode where right after this, the yearbook the comes yearbook out. The yearbook comes out. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You got it. Mm-hmm. Good job. Okay, next one is a fave of mine. I have to put it in. I'm just giving it to you, but I got to put it in. It's so good. If every vampire who said he was at the blank really was there, it would have been like Woodstock. Crucifixion and it's Spike yes. and it's Squar. Yes. yes. Uh, he's so epic in that episode. Yes. He's just so good. He's so good. Yeah. I think, I mean, we'll get to this. We'll get to talking about fave episodes and stuff. Mm. But I think that's one of my favorites of the season. I just love, yeah, I was thinking about it when he rolls up and is like, home sweet home. Home. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Okay, this is another two-parter. It's going to be two blanks. Two people are talking to each other. Mm -hmm. First person says, this isn't some blank. When I kiss you, you don't wake up from a deep sleep and live happily ever after. The next person says, no, when you kiss me, I want to blank. When you kiss me, I want to die. And it's Buffy. And then Angel, this isn't some fairy tale? Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Do you know um, which episode this is? When you kiss is? me, I want to die. It's early. Yes. <laughs> um, is it in the first episode? Is it in? No. I don't know. Is it lie to me? Nope. It's Reptile Boy. Oh, is it Reptile Boy? I keep, like, um, dismissing those episodes (laughs) as though they didn't happen. (laughs) Those first couple, nice little demon of the week. Oh, yeah. It's... I feel like those belong in season one. I know. Some of those early ones. 
I know. Okay. But that's a really good quote. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why she goes to the parties because her and Angel are mm. sort of like they're they're not communicating well and Buffy isn't feeling she isn't feeling loved. She yes. isn't getting her needs met. And and to be honest, neither is Angel. They're just not on the same track. Yeah. With each other. And so you know, when they haven't discussed the exclusivity of their relationship, they haven't they haven't made that choice yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Buffy is still in, you know, boy mode. Yep. Kind of. Okay. Next one. I'm 17. Looking at linoleum makes me want to have blank. Uh, sex? Yeah. <laughs> is that Xander? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember where they are? This must be phases, maybe. Close. Okay. Thinking it was him with Cordy in the car, but no. It's in. It's when they're at Army. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, when they go to Army. So this is, uh, uh, surprise. The part two of surprise. Part two. So innocence. Innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. Ira Rosenberg's only daughter nailing blank to her bedroom wall. I have to go over to Xander's house just to watch Charlie Brown Christmas every year. (laughs) (laughs) Crosses or crucifixes. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And that's Willow. Yes. In her house in, uh, uh, okay, which one is this? Not phases. It's something else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's the episode where it's the last episode we see Miss Calendar alive. Oh, passion. Yeah. Mm. Brutal, right? Oh, this one's so good. Okay. You talk about slang like it's a blank. It's not. It's who you are. Like it's a job? Yes. Um, It's Kendra? Yes. Yes. And then this must be... Um... When she comes back, when they all need to fight. God, what episode is that? I don't know. They're all mixed up in my head. I have no idea. This is earlier than you think. This is What's My Line Part 2. Oh, okay. So What's My Line Part 1 is kind of the one where they're not, they have to work together, but they aren't enjoying working working together. Mm-hmm. And at the end of What's My Line Part 2, sort of Kendra sort of helps Buffy understand that 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 slang is something to be embraced mm-hmm. to some degree. Yep. And later on in this quote, actually, Kendra says, you taught me that. Like, oh. you taught me that. Yeah. So there's Kendra. R.I.P. Kendra. Picking our Buffy girl up off her, off her butt. Okay, this is, this is a good one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but let's not forget that I hated blank long before you guys jumped on the bandwagon. Uh, I hated, okay, this is either Cordy or Xander. Uh, I don't, I don't know. This is, this is Xander, you're right. Yeah. This is, I'm sorry, but let's not forget that I hated Angel long before you guys jumped on the bandwagon. And last one is, um, love makes you do the blank. The wacky? Yes. Who's that? (laughs) Is that Willow? Nope, but she's or talking. Is that Buffy? It's Buffy talking yeah. to Willow. Aww. And that's this is early. This is early. This must be Think. some assembly required. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Finishing strong. Nice. <laughs> Let's get back to asking you a few more open-ended questions. Okay. Shall we? Yes. I really want you to tell me this. I think you'll get this one. It, this one's so funny. So these are a bit, some of these are a bit longer answers. Some of these are, well, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Eric and Chris are building dead brother Daryl, a girlfriend, in some assembly required. Creepy Eric is doing what to Buffy and Cordelia at the beginning of the episode, and it really makes Cordelia upset, but not for the reason you think. <laughs> what is going on? He's taking their photos, <laughs> and he says for the yearbook, but it's to assess them for dead girlfriend. <laughs> time yeah uh but cordy's upset because the lighting is not ideal (laughs) she cannot believe 
he would take a picture of her under these fluorescent yeah. lights. Yes. <laughs> Good one. Um, this one has a bonus question attached to it. Uh-huh. What event does Snyder put Buffy and Sheila in charge of in hopes that they'll fail so that he can expel them? It's parent-teacher night. Perfect. And after the meeting that Buffy and Sheila have with Snyder, who picks up Sheila from school? Oh, Meat Pie, yes. her boyfriend. <laughs> meat Pie. <laughs> hey, Meat Pie. <laughs> yes, Rimmer. I feel like we should start start calling Andrew Meat Pie meat because I pie. I love I love hearing you say it. <laughs> okay, you said this line, but I have to ask you, it's in the book. Uh, what is Spike's first line in the series? Home sweet home. Yes. <laughs> too good it's too good i love it i love him kate this is so easy you are doing so good (laughs) i needed to make it harder well well we're not even we're not done yet i didn't get all the episodes yeah in the quotes you got most hard though Mm -hmm. kate what common creature is willow afraid of frogs frog fear (laughs) i have frog fear i have frog fear (laughs) (laughs) oh this one Mm. This one is something I'm quite proud of. Okay. <laughs> um, because it it it's a thread that I think is quite a subtle thread that that uh, this is just my gift to you viewers at home. If you haven't noticed this, this is my gift. <laughs> In becoming part one and becoming part two, Darla and Buffy both tell Angel to do this right before they kill him. Mm. Um, I don't know. They both tell him to close your eyes. Oh, really? Yes. Amazing. And then they both kill him. Woo! Those are the two people who kill a soulful angel. Wow. These two women. Yeah. That's a deep dive. Isn't that deep? Yeah. During Buffy's dream at the beginning of Surprise, we see Willow in the bronze with this animal. It's a monkey. Yes. And this <laughs> will stay in the opening credits for like ever and ever and oh, ever. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. It's awesome. Uh, okay. A similar similar throwback, similar world. I think this is even in the same episode. At the end of that episode, Oz and Willow flirt while discussing this snack food. They talk about how the monkey is the only one wearing pants. <laughs> um, shrimp? No, it's not shrimp. <laughs> it's uh, animal crackers. Oh, animal crackers. Oh, I was mixing up the shrimp appy that they get from the oh, yeah. FBI or whatever. Oh, yes. <laughs> the canapé. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. Animal crackers. Okay. What is the name of the ritual that Willow eventually performs successfully in the hospital to give Angel his soul back? Um, It's a spell of restoration. Correct. Okay. Correct, Marmar. What night is Giles worried about in episode three? Clue. This vampire led a crusade in the 11th century and destroyed everything in his path. Oh, my God. It's the St. Vigis. Yes. <laughs> and we were going to say another word. What Beast? was that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. 200% correct. That's a deep cut. This one's good for the angel and the Buffy uh, lovers at home. Mm-hmm. Who is the benevolent demon who serves as a conduit between angel and the powers that be? Oh, yeah. Okay. His name is... (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Andrew was calling you uh, this kind of machine when you were sleeping. (laughs) Whistle. (laughs) But what's his name? What? Miss Whistles? Whistler? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And can you just explain how that, to our viewers at home, how that hint helped you? (laughs) Um, I have... (laughs) I'm very pregnant right now, and I can't breathe at night. And my partner called me a whistle factory last night because I just whistle all night in my sleep. It's such a good name. What is the name of the ring that Angel gives Buffy? Um, a Clauda ring. You got it. Okay. 
You got it. And it's a Celtic. It's a Celtic ring. Celtic ring with hands, heart, and a crown. Yes. C'est bon. <laughs> okay, here we get into a bit more long form. Okay. So I'd like for you to name a few of the reasons slash rationalizations that the people give to explain away the weird stuff that happens in Sunnydale. Can you name a few of them? Okay, can you repeat that? So there's a few, there's reasons and rationalizations that people will give to explain away the weird stuff that happens in Sunnydale. Can you name a few of them? Okay, we got a gas leak. Yeah. Um, we got a, a scavenger hunt. Yeah. <laughs> we got a, um, I don't know, those are the biggest two I can think of. That's great. I've got, I've got uh, three more here. They love to blame gangs. Oh, yeah. Gang violence. They love to, PCP. Yes. That's the other one. <laughs> and then in, in I Only Have Eyes For You, Snyder says, it's a sewer backup. Same thing <laughs> happened in San Diego last week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sewer backup. <laughs> the denial is real. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. So I also want to ask you this. This is a big thematic question. Mm-hmm. So feel free to dig around in your brain. Take your time. Okay. Human sacrifice is a big theme of this season. Can you name a few episodes or a few instances or a few demons where human sacrifice is a factor? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, Inca Mummy Girl. Totally. Like, all about, we talk about it a lot, um, human sacrifice. This is even before we get into, like, the meat of the season. But same with Reptile Boy. Yep sacrifice these women sacrifice to the reptile boy yes um other human sacrifice i guess um giles and igon yes they were sort of they were doing like dark magic but all these people sort of had to be sacrificed to this chaos god yes um unknowingly kind of by giles um I don't know. I can't quite remember Halloween because it was so long ago, but I don't know if Ethan Rain was doing anything. No, I don't think so. He was just worshipping a chaos god. Yeah. No. But, okay, those are my three. Great. We get at the very, 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 very beginning of the episode in When She Was Bad, we get Giles, Cordelia, Willow, and Miss Calendar all kidnapped and hung by their ankles. Like pigs. To, to be to be sacrificed to bring back the master over his bones. Mm. Um, we do get Angel being sacrificed at the very end of the entire season. Yes, to stop the void. Yes, mm-hmm. to stop Akathla. Um. Oh, we get Cordelia being kidnapped mm-hmm. by Eric and Chris to become Bride of Frank and Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like it's just. We're starting to layer into this season and into the series sort of this balance Mm -hmm. that there is this cost of human life for the benefits or the riches or the or the power that demons, magic, hellmouth gives or brings. So there's like there's like a balance. There's a cost. Yeah. Now. Dark magics. Very dark. Mm-hmm. What does Snyder do right after he expels Buffy? He calls the mayor. Yes. And we don't know why yet. Nope. We don't know what his deal is. No. Nope. But we know it's, he knows more than we thought. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I have this other question. I just wrote it down this morning because it's so funny. I was thinking about it. So Willow interrogates who in Go Fish to try and get to the bottom of the swim team getting filleted. What does this character confess during Willow's surprisingly successful line of questioning? It's Jonathan, right? <laughs> yeah. And he confesses. What does he confess? Now I can't remember. Pool. Oh, yeah, he peed in the pool. <laughs> Okay, this is this is a new category to to me, to you, to all <laughs> listeners. Marley, I want you to go back in your mind and describe as best you can these demons uh-huh. or these monsters. Okay. Just do your best. I think this will be quite fun. Sure. <laughs> can you go back into your mind and please describe Der Kinderstad for us? Ooh. I think this is the scariest demon of the whole 
season. Yes, very scary. Uh, to me, he looks, we talked about how he looked like an old man, kind of. Yeah. Humanoid, long fingers and nails, uh, like scraggly white hair, white eyes, um, and this like sort of underbite fangs. Isn't that gross? It's so gross. And then he has suckers for eyeballs that come oh, out yeah. to suck the life out of children. God, it's terrifying. <laughs> he looks like my worst nightmare of like what a grandpa might look like. Yes. And he's got like sort of a old timey hat. Like he just looks like an old German, like really does look like an old scary German. 1920s y. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the scariest demon of the season. Excellent. Very scary. Yes. Please describe a Kathla. A Kathla is the statue demon at the end in Becoming that they're trying to, like, awaken. What does he look like? Um, he looks like, he looks like a, like, the trolls (laughs) in, like, The Hobbit, you know, that get turned to stone. He looks like that. Like, he's, or, like, Shrek, kind of. (laughs) I agree. I think he's totally (laughs) Shrek-y. He's, like, bald with, like, sort of big ears or, or like, golem-y or, like, a gargoyle kind of thing. Yes. Just, like, a stone. And then his mouth, like, opens up to become a void. But he never actually is animated and moving. He's just sort of a stone um, demon. We don't need him. We have Angel to be the demonic personality. Mm -hmm. I love Akathla. Please explain to me the Bizorg. <laughs> um, Mama Bazorg, <laughs> who lays chicken eggs <laughs> somehow. Um, so Mama Bazorg is under the school. Um, we don't really know what Mama Bazorg looks like. We know it's like a fleshy pink mass under the concrete, and it has a big eye. Yes, that's uh, right. And must have like uh, inky blood, <laughs> yes. like. Like black ink blood is what Mama Bazorg has. That's right, because Buffy comes up and she is messy. She's a mess. Yeah, so they can't show, like, red blood, but they can show black, black blood. blood. <laughs> like, almost like tar or oil. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, please describe the werewolf in this season. <laughs> Again, this oh, is for my pleasure. They're terrible. <laughs> it's It's... Again, I think this is an accurate description that they look like the rodents of unusual size costumes from The Princess Bride. Uh, It's like a one-piece mascot costume where they can't turn their head and they can't move their mouths, really. It's just like a weird, hairy costume that has no life in the face. (laughs) Do you remember the demon Makita? Makita. This is the name of the reptile god. Oh yeah, it looks or like reptile a big demon penis. Yes, that's what Says I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Says everyone, very phallic. I mean, the whole episode is that. But um, so he's got like he's kind of humanoidy on the top, but his whole um bottom is like a big snake kind of thing tail. And he's got little, like, flippy ears and, like, just a, I mean, just a reptile boy, I guess. But Don't you think he looks similar to the fish? To oh, go yeah. fish yeah, a bit? Totally. I feel like it's a similar suit. Yeah. It's different. Absolutely. It's different because it's not wet. Yeah. It's more, like, snaky, iguana-y to me. And then the the fish people are, like, true creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, please describe Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Ted looks like um, a badly dressed dad with hockey hair. It's not quite a mullet, but it's not quite not a mullet. <laughs> yeah, it's not either of those things. And he's got khaki with shirt tucked in. Uh, I don't know if he had a... It's a bit too early for, like, the cell phone on the... The clip. On the clip. But he would. But he would have that. Um, yeah. Just a kind of doughy man. And underneath that doughy skin... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a robot. <laughs> he's got a red Terminator eyeball. <laughs> yeah. He is a software robot. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, this is a bit of trivia as in not questions, but as in, like, information. Okay. So um, we have some famous 
other famous people in this mm. in this series mm-hmm. in this season. I want to know if you recognize Larry from anything else. Larry, who's Larry? Larry is our he comes out to Xander in the locker room. Oh yeah. He looks like he's 35. Yeah. Um no, I don't recognize him. This from is the else. same actor who plays Ice in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> For anyone Oh my god. at home. Just about to watch that. He is slightly younger. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. No, I didn't recognize him. The most famous band in this season is Early, Early, Early. Mm-hmm. It's a band where John and Yoko's son is in this band. Yes. Do you remember their name? Chibo Mato. Yes. Yes. Nice murmur. Mm-hmm. And then we get Wentworth Miller from Prison Break mm-hmm. playing one of the swim team guys. Do you remember his name? It's Gage. A, yes. Because <laughs> it's a dumb name. <laughs> no offense, Gage. Gages no out there. Gages. I think all the Gages stopped listening a long time ago. <laughs> True. When we made fun of their name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, now this is just in the fun part. This is the fun part. This is the fun part. So we have to do Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, we just have to. <laughs> yes, okay. Cuddle, Mary Kill, whatever you're into. Okay, let's start off with a really hard one. <laughs> Oz, Xander, Spike. <gasps> oh my God, this is so hard. Oh. Um, I would fuck Spike. and I would marry Oz and I would kill Xander it's sad because I would do it all to all of them but (laughs) you have to choose but this is the law of this game that's my impulse (laughs) okay next one is maybe even harder reptile boy Akothla Igon (laughs) Akothla's not even animate (laughs) That doesn't matter for some people. <laughs> um, ooh. Okay, I guess I would fuck Igon. Yeah? Because Reptile Boy doesn't have any, like, he has weird flippy fingers. <laughs> I'll marry Reptile Boy, Boy and kill... No, wait, I'll marry Akatha and kill Reptile Boy. I think that's the only right answer. Yeah. I gotta say... <laughs> Oh, this one's even harder. I guess we're just going in order of hardness. <laughs> Drusilla, Kendra, Miss Calendar. Oh, oh my God. I would... Oof. Isn't it hard? This is hard. They're all amazing. Okay, I would probably fuck Drusilla. She is wild. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> I gotta. Um, and then I would marry Miss Calendar and kill Kendra, unfortunately. Oh, Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I would kill Miss Calendar, fuck Drusilla, and Mary Kendra. Mm. That's one I disagree with you on. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's true. We we are we allowed our preferences. Have our own tastes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's hard too. Empada, Ethan Rain, <laughs> Giles. <gasps> Um, I would fuck Impata, marry Giles, and then kill Ethan Rain. Yay! <laughs> and you'd all live happily ever after. I love Giles. I'll marry him. Okay, this one's a funny one. I don't know what I was thinking, but I have to... <laughs> <laughs> Go with your um, weird brain. So my weird brain says Buffy Rat, <laughs> Sunshine, <laughs> and The Judge. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Creatures. The hell? <laughs> Um, so we've got demon, dog, and rat here. The judge was one of them. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I guess I'll fuck the judge. He's built. Uh, <laughs> I'll marry Sunshine and kill the Buffy rat. <laughs> I guess a new Slayer would just be born, yeah. so it would be okay. Also, it's a rat. It is a rat. But, but rats are cool. I know they're cute, but not that Buffy rat. I mean, you have to kill someone. The next, I want to end with the trio. I want to end with Angel, Drusilla, Spike. Their their poly under duress relationship. How Oof. does it fit with you? Um. Okay. I would fuck Angel, marry Spike, kill Drusilla. 
And for me, it's the exact opposite. Oh, I yeah? I marry Angel, kill Drusilla, fuck Spike. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just love Spike. I just, it's got to be. <laughs> Amazing. That was all correct. You got it all right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Subjective <laughs> answers are all right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Okay, we have to get into this. We have to get into best dressed of the season. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is it? Who's best dressed? Um, I really think Jenny Callender's outfit when she dies is amazing. She looks like a water lily goddess or something. Yeah. I just love it. Um, and her hair just looks beautiful. Her, like, makeup is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She just looks like the perfect, most beautiful lady. Yeah. I love it. It's my favorite. Um... Any other standouts to me? Well, Buffy in passion wears like a tiger print long sleeve shirt, which I love, and a little white backpack. Otherwise, everything that Cordelia wears is amazing. She's just perfect. She's a perfect preppy lady. She wins best fashion because she wins best fashion. It's consistent, too. Like, all the other characters can sometimes... Uh, wear good things and bad things, but I think Cordelia is the most consistent good fashion. What are Willow's worst overalls? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a neon-y, yellowy green pair she wears with like a Bert and Ernie striped long sleeve. She also has a pair of white like painter overalls yes. that are terrible. Yes. Yeah. So those two are the worst. Yeah, they're bad. Of her overall collection. I want to know how many episodes of this season she wears overalls in. I, I want to say it's like 19 out of 22. It's almost every single one. I should compile like a collage of all of her overalls. <laughs> Maybe one day. It's <laughs> a lot. It is a lot. In five words, describe the fashion of this season. Overalls. It's <laughs> one. Um, uh, preppy is another. Uh, uh, velvet. Ah, yes. It's like a so big theme. True. Leather is a yes. big theme, always. And then let's just go with frosted. I love becoming part two Angel's outfit. The, mm. the leather pants with the belt buckle. Yes. Like, he just looks like a bad daddy. Yeah. He looks like a rocker. Yeah. Man. His hair is quite tossily after he becomes Evil Angel. Yeah. Yeah. He's just hot shit. Like, he's just a hot arse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I want to ask you, which band at the bronze is your favorite? Oh, uh. You know, I guess plot-wise, Dingo's Ain't My Baby, Just it's just fun to have cutie Oz on stage. I love it. I love him. So. And Devin, lead singer Devin, who kind of stands up Cordelia all the time, is also kind of awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. And so it's just nice to have, like, someone we, like, know in the story yeah. on the stage. Yeah. I would like you to give out Oscars. <laughs> I'd like you to give out an Oscar for Best Performance in a Leading Role. And I'd like for you to give an Oscar for best performance in a supporting role. Leading role? Best performance. Um, I will give the best Oscar for leading role to Giles. Oh! <laughs> Even though he could be considered supporting, but I think in his, his episodes where he's really acting, he's a leading role. Um, I, it's because it made me cry when he's talking to Buffy in the car and is like, I have nothing but respect and admiration for you. It's, I, that is his best Oscar moment for me, for me. It's incredible. I love him. And then I'm going to give best supporting. This is a weird moment, but I think it was so good is going to be to Willow in which bothered and bewildered when she's like crying and going to kill Xander. I actually just think it's so good. And she really genuinely like goes 
to a place like and starts weeping. It's amazing. It's uh, just great to see an actor like really go there over something quite silly, but it like was a really genuine moment. That's the cool stuff about this world because people can become possessed or overtaken with magic or whatever these actors they get to play their characters but they also get to play their characters Mm -hmm. as though their characters are being affected by something that would never happen yeah so willow gets to gets to be in this kind of desperate love with xander this unrequited love with xander and take it to like you know a level that is not realistic and this actor would never get to do that as willow Mm -hmm. in a kind of like a regular sitcom. Yeah. We need magic. And these actors really, they really rise to the occasion over and over again. Yeah. What are you, what are yours? I think, I think Angel's performance as Angelus is what makes this season good. Yeah. I think that Angel can sometimes be underrated and dismissed. But I personally believe that in every other series that I would watch, that character would be a woman character. Hmm. That he is the damsel. In every second episode, Angel is being saved by someone, usually Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's not, it's very subversive to have a man, someone who identifies as a man, play a role like Angel's. So I personally think that the switch, it makes me think about all the stuff that Angel does before surprise as intentional from the writers. Hmm. And after Angel, when he becomes Angelus, I watch this actor, I watch David, David Boreanaz just like knock it out of the park. Yeah. And it's difficult. What he's doing to be evil but still be, like, sassy and likable, it's really hard. Yeah, he's so good. I, like, really, it changed my idea about him as an actor. Yeah. Because I didn't think he was very good. But then that showed me he is very good. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think that supporting for me is Drusilla. Oh, yes. She is so good. She's wild. And I think, like, they're all amazing. This season, there is not a weak link. In this season, for me, not a, not a one. Even, like, the demons, the bit parts in the school, the high school, Snyder, all of these, the teachers. Like, I'm even thinking about back to I Only Have Eyes For You and that teacher who scrawls on the board, don't walk away from me, bitch. Yeah. And, like, everyone's like, oh, did you see what happened? Like, when he gets possessed. Mm-hmm. All of these, all of these tiny, tiny acting moments, they're so good. They're just so good. It's just, I think it's one of the best acted seasons of the show. Okay, mm-hmm. Marmar, I want to ask you um, to describe your perfect night out in Sunnydale. <laughs> <laughs> My perfect night out? Um, well, uh, I guess a stroll about the graveyard would start my <laughs> night out because I love a nice walk through a graveyard. Um, looking for cool old timey names. <laughs> and then I want to go to eat somewhere, but they never go out to a restaurant or to eat anywhere. No, I think you just have to eat. So we have to go to the bronze <laughs> to eat a muffin. That's the only place to eat food. And get a coffee. Yeah, and get a coffee. Although I would prefer a alcoholic beverage, but so maybe after that we hit up the Sunset Club. Yeah. Um, after some bronze muffin and coffee and a little dance, a little band, and then we go to the underworld <laughs> and get some real alcohol and hang out with like vampire nightlife. Wannabes. Yeah. <laughs> that Great. sounds good to me. <laughs> I love it too. I would really like, I think mine's the exact same as yours, <laughs> except my night starts. I really do want to have dinner at Joyce's. Oh, I yeah. do want to eat. A salad out of the bowl. From the big salad And bowl. a roast chicken. <laughs> and I'd also like to finish it off with some of Ted's cookies. Oh, yes. I'd really like to get tranked. Yeah. <laughs> some of his weed cookies. Yeah. Yes. I think that sounds really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I have I have some questions from my sister. That I, <laughs> okay. That I need to ask you. I'm not going to ask you all of them. Sorry. Sorry, sister. But I'm going <laughs> to ask you some of them because they're too funny. 
They're too perfect. <laughs> so, um, sh- and she's also got some questions for me. We can see, we can see, we can see. If we Did you, um, ask her to for these questions or she just she told just you? i mean i i did ask around i was like i'm doing buffy trivia is there anything anyone <laughs> wants me to ask and i got some people to donate some quotes some of their favorite quotes cool. but isabel went like above and beyond what i had expected <laughs> um and she wants to ask marley if if marley were to create a curated exhibit <laughs> of buffy what elements would she choose to focus on highlighting and how would she curate it? Oh my god, uh, this is a big question. <laughs> I get paid money to make these interpretive plans for exhibits. Okay, well, um, just because you brought it up, and it's good to go with your first impulse with these kind of things, is human sacrifice oh, is awesome. very good uh, for this season, I think, because you, when you curate an exhibit, you want lots of different things you can pull in and make a big... Uh, big idea, Love your it. big overarching theme. So I think pulling in all the human sacrifice uh, would be an excellent exhibit and talking about what that means in history and then also what that means in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, what a good idea. That would be the one, one day. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you got some things you have to do. You have to take, figure out exactly how many overalls and in how many episodes Will's wearing them and you have to make a Buffy exhibit. Yeah. All I before mean, season three. Fashion would, all, you could just have like yeah. a a clothing, like a fashion exhibit too, but it's a whole other <laughs> exhibit. Totally. <laughs> so much to do in Buffy. Yeah. She mm-hmm. says, how does Marley's reaction to Angel's departure compare to baby Jana's the first time she saw it? So... Okay, well, I mean, I was devastated, and I was still devastated. Like, yeah. I don't think it's, like, I guess it's it's different in that my life is different. I am different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the show, I would say the show is still equally effective on me. It's just affecting different parts of me. Yeah. Like I said, I was, like, the show was actually educational for me. Mm-hmm. Not only in terms of, like, being popular at school, fashion, like, it influenced me in all these ways. My behavior, how I spoke, how I speak to, to like, today. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I have, like, a, like, Whedon is totally a part of my vocab. Mm-hmm. Um, but Buffy and Angel's relationship was integral to the things I was looking for in my relationships, in my romantic relationships when I was a young woman. Mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and fear of having men change on me all of a sudden or partners change on me all of a sudden was totally real. Hmm. So this was, this was, this was a big, it was big. It was a big deal. I feel, so I feel like, I feel like, am I still just a big horn dog for (laughs) Buffy and Angel? Yes. (laughs) Like that hasn't (laughs) gone anywhere. Yeah. No. And I love the role reversal. I love the gender bend of Angel being this person that needs to be saved and protected all the time. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's hot. Like, <laughs> it doesn't annoy me. I'm like, yeah, I got to go get my boyfriend out of this cage because he's going to burn up. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> to save him. I have to save him. So for me, like, when I first started watching the show, I thought it was going to be a bit more goofy, like a bit more like first season is than it turned out to be i know i know right it's just got so much heart i didn't think i would shed a tear i didn't think so either <laughs> but then you did I shed one tear one only one tear <laughs> for giles i love the queering of relationships mm. in this is is pretty big for me mm-hmm. like uh you can and and the the weird it's not necessarily healthy and maybe people would argue that it isn't a polyamorous relationship because Spike isn't super into it mm-hmm. and we aren't we're in we're in demon land but we are talking about a couple like S- a- Drusilla asks Spike if she can play with Angel before they kill him before they plan on draining his life force yeah and Spike's like go for it babe like yeah totally like there is a there is a there is an openness. There isn't the same assumption of monogamy 
Yeah. Among vampires, which to me is very overt. As soon as you start to have relationships of your own, whether they be monogamous, monogamish, or not monogamous, Mm -hmm. you start to see the vampires as very different kinds of creatures. They organize themselves differently. Monogamy is not the assumed relationship setup. And that for me was pretty, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. There's a, yeah, there's a man out there who's, who's, who's cool with, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not some man, it's Spike. It's not just any man, it's Spike. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the coolest man. Yeah, like the the jealousy that's like a sort of this constructed part of heterosexual relationships um, is not there. It is there in some ways, yes. but it's not for the the reason we think. It's because he's been made, his body is different, he's been made powerless like in other ways. Like it's not because of the relationship kind of aspect or the sex kind of aspect that's right Mm -hmm. that's right and 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 for them for me i'm always like oh drusilla's what's making spike jealous is her heart tangling Mm. um and and having experiences with angel that he can't have because he has an injury and is currently suffering uh from an injury Mm -hmm. um so his body is different he's in a disabled body Mm -hmm. for a time Mm -hmm. and 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 it changes his relationship with his partner. But, yeah, it's much less about the physical uh, sort of, like, exclusive physical agreement. It's just different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I – for me, that's quite a an element that I've always been – I've always watched for and has always been quite intriguing mm-hmm. and interesting. Because there's the, there are these hot things or the hottest parts of the show are the vampires usually. Yes. And they just have so, they are so empowered to live differently. Yeah. And. Deliciously. To live deliciously. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy is just so hot. Like Buffy is so hot <laughs> to everyone <laughs> on the planet. It doesn't matter what's going on. Like you're, she's just so hot. Everyone is. Whatever spectrum you're on, Buffy's yeah. on it. Buffy is on your <laughs> spectrum somewhere. <laughs> Isn't Spike? Yes. yes. I, I think so, too. Uh, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why there's got great chemistry yes. together. <laughs> they really do. Mm-hmm. And that's – and that's – I love that question, too, because it it is – I mean, I don't want to – like, could there be more um, – like queer characters in this show, yes, there could. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a way of like, ex- sort of saying something that the show isn't. But what this show does when it employs metaphor mm-hmm. and the genre, it it helps you watch it through the eyes of of whoever's whoever whoever's watching it. Mm-hmm. So at the very, I think what starts to happen is, at the very least, it's not. It's not super exclusionary, mm-hmm. like a show like Friends could be. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I love it. If I was in this world, I would love to be a vampire slayer. And I, I think it would – being a vampire would be a joy. Yeah. <laughs> Freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you become a murderer. Besides all the evil. Yeah. <laughs> eating dogs and, and I'm stuff. And I'm not interested in that. I'd have to have a soul. uh what's your favorite episode my favorite episode i think school hard is so good it's just because the intro of spike is so epic and it just i feel like that starts off season two even though it's not the first episode there's a couple weird episodes but I just think it starts it off with like a bang and this new character and he's so cool and yeah I love it and I really love Halloween as well because also it's a very big spike episode and them turning into their Halloween costumes is so funny the little kids turning into the goblins and throttling that old lady (laughs) also just watching like spike like slowly strut through the alleyway with all those children goblins (laughs) 
That's why, yeah, those two are kind of my favorite, uh, yeah, of the of the season. Yeah. I love that one. It's a close mm-hmm. call for me. I I think my favorite episodes are, I mean, no surprise, it's Buffy Angel episodes. It's mm-hmm. like, I love surprise. Yeah. So much. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It it hurts so good. Yes. Like so so surprise and innocence are I think they're my two favorite episodes. And then and then becoming part one and part two are just so yeah. good. But like there's so many good ones. I only have eyes for you is a is a huge one for me. School yeah. Heart is a huge one for me. Mm-hmm. I love Inca Mummy Girl. I do too. It's weird because someone else had kind of reference that they skipped that one when they watched, but I was like, what? It's actually really good and really interesting to talk about. Like, um, I think that one's great. Uh, Impata is like a great little one-off character. I love Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. I love the love spell going wrong. I love a Xander-focused... Um, I love... I really like episodes where a character has made a mistake and we're trying to... (laughs) They are trying to fix their mistake Mm -hmm. and they either keep digging themselves into a hole or they need to ask for help and the community rallies around them and... Yeah, like um, The Dark Age is an excellent Giles episode. It's so good. There's just... It's kind of never ending. And then Passion is just, oh, it's yeah. an opera of an episode. It's a perfect it's episode. Mm-hmm. They all matter so much mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah, except some assembly required. <laughs> <laughs> I will give that the worst episode of the season, <laughs> I think. <laughs> what are you looking forward to next season? What do you want to happen? Okay. Okay, well, there's some there's some things I am curious about, like Snyder. What the fuck is he? What the fuck is he up to? We dropped that in, but now we know that he knows that we know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I wanna see like what the fuck is his deal? Like what what's gonna go on with him. It's so true. He said the words hellmouth. Hellmouth yeah. left his lips. He this knows. Yeah. So is he a demon? Is he I don't know. I don't know. But um Oh what's interesting. I like that. I don't know. That's cool. It could be, but uh, open ended. So mm-hmm. that's an excellent little teaser. Um I mean obviously Buffy has to come back like <laughs> I don't I don't know where she's going to go or what she's going to do or what the gang is going to do without her um but she obviously has to come back somehow uh I don't know how she and Joyce are going to reconcile or if they're going to reconcile or or what like Joyce knowing is is a huge different element of of the whole show yes um cuz yes. so far it's just been Joyce dum dum time, so that's just a huge thing. Um, I guess Angel is dead forever. I guess it is a show of magic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so nothing is ever permanent. But um, uh, I and Spike and Drusilla pieced out, but are they pieced out? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I want Spike back. <laughs> Those are amazing predictions. Okay, yeah. I love it. Those are I love my it. predictions. I think using what you want to happen is the way to predict the show. Yeah. Because it it is a it is about that. Like the writers do want to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. And then they don't want to give you other things that, that you want. Yeah. But it's all in relation to what you want. Yeah. Like it's a show for teens. Yeah, for sure. And to give it to you and then take it away. That's right. <laughs> Do you have a favorite line you can think of? Um, it has to be something Spike says. Hello, uh, cutie. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> just going to say, hello, cutie. That's just such a great twist. It's so good. It just changes everything. Unexpected. And it's just quippy, like Spike. And he's back after having been, like, in this terrible state for episodes and episodes. And it's sort of just Spike's back. But in a way you don't expect. So honestly, yeah, that <laughs> I love it. It's too good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got mine written down because I knew I was going to ask you. But wow, sorry, you prepared. <laughs> I did. I'm. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Without passion, we'd be truly dead. 
Angel. Passion. Angelus. Yes. Angel Angelus. Yeah. And I love Hello Cutie, <laughs> too. I also really love, this isn't a favorite line, but this moment of Buffy being like, I'm a vampire slayer mom. Deal with it. <laughs> accept it. And Joyce is like, well, I just don't accept that. <laughs> Okay, Joyce. Like, bye okay. Bye. Well, I guess you're gonna will it to be not true. That'll really work. <laughs> but so many people, that's their strategy. No, nope. I don't accept it. Don't it accept isn't real. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Useless. Bye. <laughs> useless. Wow, that was an epic trivia, G. You did so good. I'm so impressed. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Well, I hope you had fun this season two, everyone, and uh, we will be back for season three. We will see you on the flip side. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> arg. Grr. Grr. Arg.